This morning we are very grateful to God for another opportunity. I want to share God's word with you this morning. If you come to know how powerful God's word is, your life will be transformed in a matter of seconds. My prayer for you is that you will come to know the power in God's word. Unfortunately, we don't really have time and respect for the word. That is your biggest weapon. If there is anything that can change you fast and fast, it is the word of God. Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is quick and powerful. Very quick and powerful. If you want it to happen fast, 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 fast for you, Engage the word of God. Taking the word of God is the same as taking God Himself. Because God is the word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So you see, Hebrews said it is quick, not just quick, but a powerful thing. And it is also sharper than any two-edged sword. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the word for you. It's a glorious word. When you pick the word, you have picked God Himself. John In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word is God Himself. When a man picks the word, he has taken God Himself. Let's see who can stand God. The sea saw God. And the Bible said it was running away. The river saw God. And the Bible said it went backward. The mountain saw God. And they started skipping like the mountain goes. That's the, the God we are serving. That's what Apostle Paul said in Romans 8.31. That what then shall we say unto these things? That if God be for us. The question is who can be against us? The enemy is nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. He is your subject. You are his boss. Through the name of Jesus Christ. They say, oh Lord Jesus. Even the devils are subjects or subordinates or small, small servants unto us through thy name. Through thy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hold on to the word. That is your only weapon you can use to attack or offend the devil. No wonder Jesus said, when the, the word of God comes, and the heart receives the word, 
But there is no understanding. The Bible said, then come at the wicked one. And he come and take the seed from your heart. Satan wants to take the word out of your heart. He knows how powerful that word can be for your life. He knows that the word is a sword of the spirit. That you can use to attack him. So he takes it away. Unfortunately, we don't know what we have. May God help us in Jesus' name. Why will he not take it away? So anytime he's confronting you, he knows you don't have what it takes to attack him. He only knows that you can defend yourself. But you keep on afflicting you. It's about time you rise up also against the devil. Fight him. For the Bible said that for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So already there is a battle going on. If you don't fight, you cannot win. One of your most effective weapons is the word of God. It is the sword of the spirit. It is also the seed that God is planting in you. Satan knows that that seed can produce a fruit in your life. And that's why if you don't understand he will come and steal it from your heart. Why? Because he knows that that seed of prosperity God is giving to you through his word is going to cause you to produce the fruits of prosperity. So he will come and take it from you. It is like a farmer planting his seed. He knows he has planted it. Then during the night, his enemy comes and remove all the seeds. So for him, he has planted the seed. But then the enemy has taken the seeds away. He will be waiting and waiting and waiting. There is not going to be any fruit produced. Because the enemy took it away. I pray for you that this your heart will be open indeed to receive us. Don't joke with the word of God. I know how powerful God's word can transform a man's life. How powerful it is to transform a man's life. It is full of power. Hallelujah. Amen. If there is any man of God or servant of God that God has called before, he will realize that only the word of God is what transformed him. When God called me, he spoke only five words to me. Those five words turned me immediately. When he called me, he showed me mercy. Jesus visited me several times before. One day somebody asked me, how are you able to prophesy, to see and to hear and to see? I said, how do you expect a man that God has spoken to from heaven? How can you expect his ears not to hear? No, God has been able to call me by name. And he spoke to me. How can Jesus manifest himself to me? And I cannot see. As, as soon as that happens, God has launched you into something else. The truth is that the word of 
word can transform you. Since that day that those words came to me to today. I have never been the same. And I can never be the same. And I will forever be, never be the same. So Christ come. Why? His word changed me to another man. Don't you remember the king saw? He was nobody before. He looks after his father's animals. But when he met the prophet Samuel, the prophet said to him, Yesterday before you will come today, God spoke to me. He said that he's going to bring you to me. And then when you come, I shall anoint you to be a king. He said, oh, prophet, that's why I came here. I am looking for my father's horses. But you are saying God said you should anoint me to be a king over his people and the prophet said to him that sayest the Lord see whenever God's word comes to you that is your turning point in life hallelujah Amen. don't joke with the word except it didn't come from God then the prophet told him that God will give you a sign. When you go, you meet a company of prophets who are ministering before the Lord in worship and praise. As you go before them, the prophetic will also fall on you. And you also begin to prophesy. So the Bible says it was said among the people that has Saul also become a prophet. Some few minutes ago, the prophet of God spoke to him. And that say yes, the Lord. After God said it. Within the next few minutes, it has started happening to him already. Except it didn't come from God. God will never put you to shame. This morning, the title of the message is very simple. The title of the message is What is New? Then I for Under the team, the new man walking in what's dominion. That's our team for the year. So, in the Pafufra, our nanti wo tumi mu. Yetifia se mafimuni nina. Can you give me that? The banner, the new man walking in what in dominion. The Pafufra, our nanti wo tumi. The question is, what is new? Idea na ayefufra. And where is the new man? The new man. What is new? We have come to know that only the new man can walk in total dominion. Only the new man. The question is, what is new? What is new in your life? How new have you become? Second Corinthians five seventeen. Second Corinthians five seventeen. And if any man be in Christ, 
He is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. How many things have become new? How many? Number one, he is a new man in Christ. If any man be in Christ, in Christ he has become a new man. The old has passed away. When the Bible said that something is passed away, it means that that thing is dead. And of course, the dead cannot be seen around. There are only two places the dead can be. Either they have been buried under the earth, or they are in the fridge somewhere. In the mortuary. Hallelujah. Amen. The word pass away. Someone has passed away, means the person is dead. Is that true? If any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things are passed away. But behold, all things are become new. What is new in your life? Today, God wants to challenge you. That it is about time you walk as a new man. It is about time the old things must indeed pass away. The truth is that in Christ they are already dead. But yes, sir, we are not walking as the new man. And so it is only the new man that can bring changes and make things new. Hallelujah. Amen. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. He did not owe. I owe the debt. I could not pay. I need a someone to wash my sins away. Now I can do what? Now I can sing a brand new song. Amazing grace. Lord Jesus, paid the debt that I could never. He paid the debt. He paid the debt. He did not owe. I owe the debt. I could not pay. I needed someone to wash now. To wash my sins away. Now I can sing a brand new song. Now I can sing a brand new song. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. Jesus, He paid my debt. Lord. Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. Walk as a new man. The way you were before you knew Christ. Walk as a new man. 
After you have not come to know Christ, you cannot still walk like you used to be. One reason why a lot of Christians are failing is this. Though we say we are in Christ, yet we still walk as the old man. We say we are in Christ, but we, our behavior is in Adam. And so Adam It's not supposed to be so. Until you walk in the newness that God has through Christ made you. You cannot really be victorious in life. So all these things we are saying can never be your portion. It is true that the devil has been put under your feet. But he is able, able to deal with you still. Why? Because it is not enough just to say that Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. If indeed we have believed in him, then there must be something new about us. There should be a change. A visible change. That they can testify that indeed we have been transformed. Because what as a new man. You see from the beginning of the year to now. We have emphasized your authority over the devil. The authority you have over the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. But the truth also is that you must also learn to walk as a new man. <laughs> a new man. A new man. A new man. Because the old man it has been made in defeat. Only the new man can be victorious. Yeah, there are times that people can come to God. But still, they are still the same. Just as they were before coming, they are still the same even as they have come. You see, this morning, God wants to change your mindset. That's what we call repentance. A change of mind. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not enough just to confess Jesus. But you must also walk as a new man. In Matthew chapter 22 verses 1 to 14. Jesus spoke about a parable. Then he said that the kingdom of heaven can be likened to this parable. He said that there was a certain king. Whose son was going to marry. You can imagine the king's son going to marry. The prince is going to marry. You can imagine how that marriage will be like. How rich everything will be like. Because the king is a big man. And his son prince is marrying. The prince is marrying. 
It was a big marriage. And it was also a big party. And so Jesus said, The king sent his servants to invite a certain kind of people for the party. Because as a king, you understand that he will not need ordinary people in the party. Because this is the party for his son, the prince. Who is marrying? <laughs> All the people didn't come. There was a time when some of the people killed some of the king's servants. Now there came a time when the party was not supposed to take place. The Bible said that there were no guests there. So the servant said to the master, the king, all the people we invited have not come. We don't also have guests for this party. This is also the party for the praise. It is going to be a disaster that nobody will come for the king's party. Then the king said to the servants, Go to the streets, the highways. Force people to come. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven likened to a king who was doing what? Who was marrying for his son. And he threw a big party. Yes, things didn't go the way he expected. Now, finally, when he had been able to get people, they entered into the wedding feast. And then something happened. In the verse 11 and 12. Now, the guests are seated. The prince is marrying a big time marriage. Verse 11, the Bible says, And when Jesus came in to see the guests, when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. He was not wearing the proper wedding garment. Then the verse 12. Now the prince and he said unto him, Friend, Madam Fu, how came in thou in here not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. So the king said to him, This is a party for the prince, my son. How were you able to come here without wearing the proper dress? The message Jesus is communicating is very simple. As soon as we enter into this born again thing, we 
We cannot look anyhow. We cannot dress anyhow in coats. Jesus said, Why are you not wearing the proper garments? So Jesus expected that this guest was supposed to dress properly. Among all the people, he wasn't looking like one who has come for a wedding. Many a times there are so many people who come to Jesus like that. We come to him but yes, we want to remain the same way we are. We don't want to have his identity on us. We do not want to have his prescription of how we should be like. Amen. Amen. Jesus, I have come to you but this is how I want to look. I don't want to look like how you want me to look. But I want to be my own way. This morning the question is very simple. Are you wearing the proper garments? Are you having the right identity? Are you that kind of person that Jesus can be pleased with? It is not enough just to come to Jesus. But when we come, we must have his prescribed at our own. Many people come to Jesus for several reasons. In this case, it was a party. And the king's party for his son. There were, it was a very rich party. So this man came to eat. He didn't care how he looked like. He was not interested in what the king was interested in. He was only interested in the food the king was providing. Why are you following Jesus? Why are you a Christian. Is it because you want food from him? But you will not want to look like how he wants you to look like. The new man has an identity. There is a way he must look like. Jesus said, how did you come in here without wearing the proper dress? It is possible to come to Jesus and still remain as we want. But the truth is that when we come to Jesus, he doesn't expect us to behave or be the way we want. But we must be the way he wants. That is the true new man. He is the one who can truly walk in dominion. So we must not deceive ourselves. Nobody might see you. But God who sees in secret. The Bible says he is able to reward openly. The new man must indeed look as a new man. Now something happened to that guy. Verse, verse 13. Jesus said something. 
Then said the king to the servants. Bind him. Hand and foot. Meaning he cannot move his hand or his legs. He cannot move his hands or his legs. Take him away. Remember, it was this same king that invited this man who. Just as all of us have been invited to come to Jesus. All of us at a point in time, somebody spoke Jesus to you. And then you have also been invited to this Jesus. What was this man's offense? Because when he came, he didn't look like the king wanted him to look like. He said that bind him take him away number one bind him number two take him away and number three cast him he said and cast him into outer darkness there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth verse 14 why? For many are called. But few are chosen. Are you among the few chosen ones? Or you are just part of the many called ones. God is calling everybody. But some will be taken and cast into the outer darkness. The Bible said they will weep. Not just a small cry. This is weeping. You know there is crying and there is weeping. Yeah. Oh, one is shouting and wailing and at the same time crying. Why are you not having the proper dress? I didn't think I won't shout at the papa. So many a times we come to Jesus for our own personal reasons. A father in the Lord for me. Yeah. One day I'll bring him here. I have a lot of fathers in the Lord. His prophetic is a serious one. One day I will certainly bring him here. It's going to be our day for you. And when he prophesies over you, praise for him. Say that is the end of it. Means that's the end of it. If he tells you next two months you are going to America, next two months you go to America. He's a very serious man of God. Recently he traveled outside this country. The country. He went for a program somewhere. And the program was so powerful. When people started seeing the prophecies happening, within the shortest time, the church was filled with members. 
It was not his church. Who. He was only invited to minister in the church. But then people realized that people who have been going to that church, they get visa so easily. Especially American visa. So people realize that if you want to travel and go to America, you want visa. You have to go to that church. Because you during the shortest time so many people have flooded the church what is their reason they will come and accept Jesus but in their mind when is this visa thing coming on his interest is not Jesus but how he will get a visa because they realize something is happening there. Those days when we were having a lot of weddings here last year. Somebody told me that so for this one I have to come into your church. I can see that this grace is really working in your church. So you see, people enter for several reasons. The question to you also is that why are you here? Are you here because you want to know this Jesus? And then be like this Jesus. And walk like this Jesus. Or you are also here for one of those visas. Or probably marriage. Or probably something else. Why are you here? What is new? Jesus said, put him in fire. In Isaiah 4.1 Isaiah 4.1 People come to Jesus for several reasons. Isaiah 4.1 Isaiah The prophet spoke about something. He said, and in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man. Saying, we will eat our own bread and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by thy name so that you will take away our reproach. They were coming to that man for one reason. So that their reproach or their shame will be taken away. They said, We can eat our own food. We will wear our own dress. We we'll buy our own things. Just marry us. Don't worry yourself to give us food. We can provide for ourselves. Don't worry about buying clothes for us. Because everybody knows that when you marry, it goes responsibilities. Responsibilities. 
that this woman knew that you have to give them food and give them clothing so they said to the man don't worry yourself with food but we will eat our own food we only need your name will you marry a woman like that I'm asking a question why can you give my brother a microphone why won't you marry a woman like that who only wants your name would you pen up na fa yi na nimba se free ne so adan ti na office obansa no any good advice i was over and i'm say eh enimgu ase ne wo how be ne ne wo titi enti na opese wo ware me enti sa wo ba no de wonti me ne mobra amen amen bon sam ka se magic adan ti na oso ware obansa Yes. Come in there, wait show. Why won't you marry a man like that? If I show um and yam do into no person or are me, the mumuno. Or how be your come cantina or person or me. Amen. Bon say my Jesus. Can you marry such a woman? The question is no. Because her mindset is a different thing. Do you think that woman can submit to you? Because you say, man, hey, I only married you for your name. Are you the one feeding me? I feed myself. Are you the one clothing me? I buy my own apparatus. Can't control me in this house. Unto me, and Germany, and you fear her. Oh, no, Omo, Omo, man, do you have to tell him, man, is a chronocrant, and I'm better than what's it? Yeah, really? Yeah, really? I mean, what's it? The one that they provide food for. Yeah, Omo, born at Kumampo. And and wear and buy dresses for her. Even that one says she will not submit. And this one who is buying her own food. Now we are on the way to the reality. This woman wants only the name. Some there are a lot of people who only need the name of Jesus on them. They also want to be identified as Christ, Christians. But they are not really into this Jesus. Do you remember what Jesus said the other day in Luke 10? Verse 17. To 20. And the 70 returned again with joy. Saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. We realize that your name is working for us. Is it working? Is it working? It's working. 
Even thy name is doing wonders for us. And Jesus said unto them. And he said unto them. Be, I, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Verse 20. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. So as they came to Jesus, they were very happy that when we call your name, eh, a lot of things happen. Even devils are submitting themselves to us. Jesus said, it is true, my name is doing this for you. But that is not that should not be your source of joy. That should not be the only thing that makes you happy. But it should be happy rather in this thing. Not my name now. But that you yourself, your name will be written in heaven. Because Jesus I know. Paul I know. The demon said, but who are you? Now, say, like those women. There are some of us who come to Jesus. Who follow Jesus. Because his name can do something for them. Just put your name on us. We will eat our own food. We will buy our own dresses. It is only your name we need. And our target is just one. So that our reproach shall be taken away. Jesus said that should not be your interest. So you see, they only needed their name. The disciples also came to Jesus praising his name. Your name is powerful. When we call your name, every evil spirit goes down for it. Jesus said, That should not be your source of joy. Rejoice rather in this. Now, not in my name, Jesus. But rather, you too, your name will be written in heaven. Do you just need his name? Or you need this Jesus himself? Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know him? They only needed his name. They only needed his name. They were very happy. No many Why? Because I didn't hear. Their name was giving them happiness. His name was giving them happiness. So the people returned with a jama. Young one, my dear. A young century, no one, no, no. 
used to say, don't be happy with that one. That through my name, evil spirit is powerful. But rather yourself, your name shall be written in heaven. The truth is that those whose names have been written in heaven, they are the people who can really exercise authority over demons. Because they are the real new men. Acts chapter 19, verses 13 to 15. Let me say to 16. Acts 19, 13 to 16. We'll continue later. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, they are what? Vagabond Jews. Essences took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus. Saying, We adjure you by the name whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of. Skiva, one Skiva, and chief of the priests. Now, as Osofu Penino, I suffer, I the demon said what? And the evil spirits answered and said, We know some names. Jesus said, Don't be happy that through my name evil spirits bow for you. But be happy that your name is rather written away. Yeah. These demons were now telling the people. That we know the name of Jesus. He said, Jesus, I know. And Paul too, I know. But who are ye? Do evil spirits know your name? Jesus said, Rejoice that your name will be written in heaven. He said, be happy rather with that one. So it is not enough. Through my name, Jesus, evil spirits are bowing to you. But also, that your name will also be written in heaven. So the evil spirit said that, Jesus, we know. We also know Paul. But you, we don't know you. Your names have not been established in the realms of the spirit. Your names have not yet been established in the realms of the spirit. We don't know you. The verse 16. The Bible said that and the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed and Amen. are you here what was the problem with these people 
Their names were not written. There are people who just want to use the name of Jesus. They saw a certain man who has evil spirits. They said, hey, you come here. We command you. By that Jesus whom Paul preached. Come out of him. The demon said, wait, wait for a moment. We know Jesus. I know him. And I also know Paul. But you, who are you? One man. He was able to overcome seven strong men. The Bible said that he made them naked and he wounded them. And he wounded them so much. <laughs> See. If you just want to carry the name of Jesus on you. Without putting on the proper garments. Without following Jesus the way he wants you to follow him. Demons can slap you. I said they can slap you. Thank you. Are you just here for his name? Or you are here for him, the man himself? Why are you here? Jesus said, your happiness should rather be this. Jesus said, that your names are written in heaven. Is your name written in heaven this morning? And are you wearing the proper garments? Or you are among those who just need his name? Oh, just take away our reproach for us. Just put your name on us. Jesus said, Don't rejoice in names. He said, don't rejoice in that one. Yes, you see, remember when you were no that devils are subject to you. But rather rejoice in this. That your names are written in heaven. Only the new man whose name has been written in heaven is the only one who can walk in total dominion. Ah, Pastor, how can you say this? How can I submit to a man like this? He's a foolish man. I can't submit to him. Ah, Pastor, you don't know how my wife is like. How can I love a woman like that? Are you living for your wife or you are living for Jesus? Are you living for your, your husband or you are living for Jesus? Are you doing what you want or what Jesus wants? The new man doesn't live to please himself. His target is one to please the one whom he follows. Hallelujah. Amen. If that can be our target, every marriage will be very sweet. Because the husband, if you, say, oh, 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 oh. you can clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. If the husband wants to do what God wants, 
that I will love my wife no matter what. And we want to follow God's word. And we will not cheat on his wife. And we will let to honor her. And if a man will want to do that, because of Christ, and we want to follow Christ, this is the true new man who is in Christ, who can also walk in true dominion. Total dominion. And the woman also. Who would decide that no matter what, I will be humble to my husband. And I will submit myself to him. And will obey my husband. And show him great respect. Even though he doesn't treat me well. But my target is one. That I am doing this because of Jesus. That, shall be, that woman shall be the true man in Christ. She is the one who can exercise authority in the law. Our biggest problem is that even though we are in Jesus, we wear the dress of Christians, we have the name of Christians on us, but we don't want to live as Christ lives. That is why we have problems. Listen, your life can never give you joy. You see, the earlier you drop your life, eh? The best for you. This thing that you are holding on to be careful. I, I think you don't know who I am. You don't know what I can do to you, eh? Drop that one. It will not help you. Embrace Jesus. Embrace his word. Live for him. And your joy will be full. You know why people don't have joy and happiness? If you want to clap for him, you can do that for Jesus. Never be tired in clapping for him. You know why people are not happy? You know why you are not happy? Because you don't do what God wants. Hey, Pastor, what about what he is doing? That's not what matters. What matters is you do what God wants. One day you'll be judged differently. One day, it may be bad. God will not say that you two became one flesh, so they judge the husband, they judge the wife. Let him do whatever he wants to do. But you do what God wants you to do. One day, it will land him in hellfire. When he lift up his hands, he will see you in heaven. Oh, Hallelujah. Amen. Let's live for Jesus. Live for him. We have been preaching this word to you every day. 
the secret to the total victory for a Christian uh, is uh, uh, that he that, I mean the Christian who walk in total victory is that he has dropped his life and then he has speak on somebody's life See, your life is already a defeated life the one your mother gave birth to you with is not it's a, you until you come to know how useless that life is eh? until you come to know that it is like a dung what are you doing with it? Why Hallelujah. Amen. Until you come to see those things to be polar. And it's like a dung. Do you know there's a sickness? I don't know if it's called cropo, cropofolia or something. There are people who have, when they see, excuse my word, but when they see toilets, they are happy. There is a medical condition like that. I think it's called cropophilia or something. Like, like, it's true. It's true. Good. It's so, it's so, uh, what was I say? Ah, because I had about it. But I'm a son and you're because until you come and see how useless that life you receive from your mother is we got it from Adam. It was not your fault that you have it. It's not your fault. But now it is your responsibility. You will now walk in the new one Jesus is also giving to you. If you want to be in Jesus, but you want to walk in the old one, the old man can never walk in victory. He can never have dominion. The demon said, we know Jesus. It's an established name. Yes, we know Paul. In the ranks of the city, we know his name. If somebody tells us this is for Paul, we will never go close to it because his name has been written. But you, who are you? We don't know your name. I also a good person. 
one of the saddest things is to see yourself as a good person. Be careful. The old man. That is the nature of the old man. That will not give if you want to have peace, eh? and be happy in life live to please only one man that is Jesus you see joy will follow you Jesus said these things have I said unto you that my joy will remain in you so that your joy can remain or can be complete we normally don't have complete joy if the husband will be determined that no matter how my life, my wife will live, God, I am living for you. And the wife will do likewise. Would the home be sweet or not sweet? Is it going to be sweet or bitter? Yes. But this is the case. The man wants to follow women. Would there be peace in the home? Which woman will look at you to do that? She will finish you. Then how would you expect the man who a wife is disrespecting or not submitting to him also? How would you expect him to leave? Jesus said, Rejoice in this. Jesus said, That your names are written in him. Is your name truly written? Or you only carry his name about? Are you a true Christian or you just carry the name Christian? This is my last scripture. We'll continue on this later. Second Corinthians 5.15 Corinthians 5.15 and that he died for all. He died for how many? He said, That they which live should not henceforth. It's a law and a command. Henceforth live unto themselves. So he died for you so that you will live for him. Amen. Amen. If you don't want to accept his death, then you have to die for yourself. Meaning you will go to hellfire forever. Which one do you want? Then I'll pay. Are you here? 
And he died for all so that they which live the people were supposed to die but Jesus said okay I've seen that you have fear of dying you have fear of dying so let me die for you so that you live my life I wanted to live on the earth are you here so I said the true Christian life is not a life that has changed but a life that has been exchanged you exchange your life with that of Jesus Galatians 2.20 Galatians 2.24 I have been crucified with him nevertheless I live but yet not I but Christ rather lives in me it is no more I say, yet not I. Can you see that? I am crucified with him. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. But I realize that it is not I. But Christ live it. That's the Christian life. If you are only changing, it has to worry you. God doesn't intend you to just change you. The old man is so foolish and useless, it cannot change to anything good. You cannot change the pig, the pig to become something else. The only thing God can do to help the old man is to destroy it. Because there is nothing good in it. And that's why Jesus crucifies it. So that the new man will come. So the old man, you cannot, no matter how you decorate it, it's still no good. Until you come to see that it is like a refuse dam. I said, until you come to see. And you come to see that it is as dang. That's what Philippians 3 said. We'll look at it later. You, you do this thing you are having, it's no good. I didn't know. It is like those who are suffering from that sickness. It is almost doctor, chocolate. He just loved those things. Train will be no be caught at the trumpet major. Ah, yeah. When you bread the trumpet major, we have to move. Oh, so now why? No, Kren is say Abrahamani in your fear damono. Sanetia no no. I'm telling you. Just to want him. Please, 2 Corinthians 5 17. 
and he died for all so that those who live should not live for themselves but should live for the one who died so he died for me I live for him if you want to accept his death then know that you must also accept his life and live as he wants Amen. He dies for you. You live for him. If you choose to live for yourself, it means that you also have to die for yourself. It means that you are going to be in hellfire forever. The choice is before you to make the decision you must make it yourself will I want his life so that he will take my death or I will keep my life so that I will still also keep my death he died for us so that those who live so henceforth not live for themselves live unto them but unto him who, which died for them and and again. Somebody died for you. Can you rise to your feet?